0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, may our attitude and spirit be like that of Samuel who said, Speak, O Lord, your servant hears. Amen. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. What does Jesus mean by this? The ruler, the father of this girl, said that she was dead. The funeral dirge had already begun, and no doubt arrangements were being made with the undertaker at that very moment. The girl was as dead as a doornail. No wonder the mournful crowd jeered at our Lord. But for Jesus, there was something to show, namely, that death is not final. Death is not the end. In Jesus, death is but a slumber. In Jesus, death is but a slumber where the soul rests with God in heaven. It is because of Jesus that our souls find rest in God in heaven when we die. This was the confession of St. Stephen when he said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit as he was being stoned. This was also the confession of St. Paul when he wrote to the church in Philippi, My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. The apostles and martyrs knew that in death, their souls would be at rest in their Lord. Their souls would no longer be burned with the cares and troubles of this life, nor would they simply be confined to the grave. This is what our Lord meant when he said that the girl was only sleeping. Her soul was at rest in the nearer presence of God. And we know that she was in paradise because only the righteousness have rest in death scripture tells us that the souls of the wicked have no rest or sleep if you will as isaiah puts it but the wicked are like the tossing sea for it cannot be quiet and its waters toss up mire and dirt there is no peace says my god for the wicked now of course her family who was still left well they were stuck with her loss while her soul may have been at rest Theirs most certainly weren't. After all, death came so suddenly for one so young, and as has been noted on this pulpit before, this kind of death is particularly tragic. It would seem that the mourners wailing away at the the ruler's house believed that the girl was now gone forever, and forever is a very long time compared to the only 12 years that they had her around. To them, the notion that death is impermanent was preposterous. That's because, for one, human reason dictated that this girl was dead. I mean, come on, it's right obvious right in front of you. For two, upon looking upon her lifeless body, they became afraid of their own mortality. They saw her dead face and imagined themselves being in her place someday. Human reason and emotion cannot comprehend death being temporary, that death is but a slumber. Now, as Christians, we don't have to be afraid of our mortality. Through the gift of faith in Christ, we not only believe, but we know that death is but the beginning of eternal life. Unlike the world where death is characterized as a forever sleep, Christians not only say that death is as temporary as sleep, but also say that there is more when it's time to wake up. To a degree, we can agree with the words of Frank Sinatra, The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? That's because in Jesus, death is but a slumber that ends in the bodily resurrection of the dead and a new creation. The resurrection on the last day is not spiritual, but physical. We confess as much in the Apostles' Creed when we say that we believe in the resurrection of the body. And this is predicated on what St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. Thus, as a sign of this, Jesus raises the little girl physically from the dead. She has flesh and bone. And in St. Luke's telling of this account, Jesus even orders her parents to give her something to eat. In the same way, St. John tells us that Jesus, after his resurrection, had a bite of fish for breakfast. There are no ghosts here. Ghosts don't eat food. Also in this resurrection, we will be a new creation. Unlike the imperfections Of the body that plague us now, those imperfections will be gone in eternity. They will be gone in an instant. These imperfections that once separated us from God will no longer be an issue. This is what Christ prefigured when he healed the woman with the flow of blood. Her ailment made her richly unclean. And as Leviticus 15 tells us, as long as a woman had a flow of blood, she was considered unclean And therefore, nobody was to go near her. And this woman had this ailment for 12 years. Imagine continually testing positive for COVID 12 years straight and thus being made to quarantine for 12 years. This isolation is pretty much what this woman had to face. But because of Christ, it was now gone. Her restored health now made her clean. And in the same way, any ailment which would separate us from God will be gone in the resurrection of the dead. In the resurrection of the dead, frail lungs will be able to breathe freely again. Broken bones will be healed. The flu, COVID, and the common cold, diseases that keep us from being around other people, will be no more. We will never be isolated or quarantined again. So in light of all of this, this is why Jesus says to the girl says that the girl was not dead but asleep. This is a foreshadowing of what will happen to us when we die and in the resurrection of the dead. Therefore, beloved, we may take comfort in this promise of rest and resurrection. That is why we can sing with joy as we did moments ago. I know a morning bright and fair, when tidings of joy shall wake us, when songs from on high shall fill the air, and God to his glory take us, when Jesus shall bid us rise from sleep, how joyous that hour of waking. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, please stand. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.